Welcome to the my-moo.com podcast. my-moo.com is your source for information on James Churchward and his theories of the lost continent of Moo. Podcast 22 Did James Churchward earn the rank of colonel? Part 2. This is part 2 of a two-part podcast examining the evidence to answer the question did james churchward earn the rank of colonel in part 1 we discussed the evidence that showed james was a colonel and in this podcast we will examine evidence to the contrary first most of the biographies written about james use the date of 1868 or late 1860s to identify the time period that he served as a colonel Whoever wrote the material obviously does not understand that not many teenagers that is in 1868 James would have been 17 years old were placed in command of large military units of the British Empire James was not old enough to be a colonel in the late 1860s or 1870s so his age does not lead credence to a claim of having achieved the military rank of colonel during that time period Next, according to the official 1871 British census, James was living with his mother and three siblings in Croydon, London. It is possible that he was just using his mother's house as a home address for correspondence while he was away in the military, but the occupation block on the form would note this. James' occupation was listed as a banker's clerk. Actually, the form reads that he had the same occupation as his brother John listed above him and brother John was a banker's clerk younger brother Albert is listed as a medical student just in case you were wondering in 1871 three years after leading the bengal lancers and royal engineers in far away india james was living at home with his mother and working as a banker's clerk in london Either James goofed up something so bad that he was expelled from the service or he was not a royal engineer or Bengal lancer commander at the age of 20 Remarkably James did marry Lady Mary Julia Stevens in December 1871 and became the owner of two tea plantations in Sri Lanka one of them was named Hatherley according to a copy of a letter from his wife in September of 1872 my grandfather James Alexander was born in Colombo Sri Lanka during the next 7 or so years James lived and worked on his tea plantations where he may have served in the local militia but not in the regular forces in the official 1881 British census James occupation is listed as an East India planter James' departure from Sri Lanka was accomplished by boarding a native schooner, using a disguise and slipping away at night, according to an account in his own handwriting, dated September 5, 1881. Because he escaped custody to take his cruise, it was unlikely that he might be a suitable candidate for the British military. While wanted by Sri Lankan and other British authorities, he might have traveled incognito for the next few years in the Pacific. 
I believe that enough evidence has been presented to show that James Churchward did not have the time necessary to be in the military and rise to the rank of colonel. My correspondence with the British Library, which holds all the records from the British Empire in India, reveals that no one with the name James Churchward served in the military in India. There were other Churchwards, but none with the name James. Of course, rumors from an unimpeachable source that he served in some secret intelligence service and had his official records purged could explain the lack of documentation. On the other hand, a more reasonable explanation is that the rumor was fabricated to bolster James' reputation and explain away the lack of records about his military service. I can surmise that the ultimate aim of this subterfuge is to sell books. For the record, I do not have a financial interest in the sale of his books, and I am only interested in the truth. Another piece of solid evidence against James using the title Colonel is in the form of a letter between James' wife, Mary, and James' brother, George Gould Churchward, dated May 14th, year unknown. In part, she states, He is no more a colonel than you are, and of course he has never been in the army except as a volunteer. And, when I came to this country in 1889, I heard to my astonishment that he claimed to be a British military officer. He dropped that and stuck a CE after his name. To be fair, James did have cousins in the British military. For instance, Brigadier General Paul Rycott Stanbury Churchward, 1858 to 1935, had a distinguished military career and served in India, Ceylon, and Africa. After being wounded at Gallipoli, he developed dysentery and retired in 1917. Paul's son, Captain Paul Rycott de Shortish, Shortish Churchward, 1907 to 1981, also had a distinguished military career. He is known for his participation in the 1931 to 1932 expedition to central Brazil to find Colonel Percy Fawcett. In summary, I believe that the evidence shows that James Churchward was not a colonel in the British Army, and the use of the title was unearned. While this is the conclusion I reached given the evidence, I would be absolutely dumbfounded if someone did not disagree. If I have overlooked something, I am more than willing to reevaluate the subject with any new evidence that is presented. On the other hand, James, as a showman, needed the title to create the atmosphere and keep his audience enthralled. At the end of the day, if James used the title to bolster his presentation and sell himself to make a living, then who am I to judge him? I already know the truth. Does it change his message? Is the underlying theme of hope through understanding overshadowed by the knowledge that James embellished his persona? I certainly hope not. Anything that gets people away from conflict and confrontation and towards dialogue should be a positive contribution. Essentially, James' theory was that we all came from the same place, and we are all the same people, and we need to find a way to get back to that realization. In this day and age, is that a bad thing? 
whatever your ethnicity, national identity, or religious or unreligious background, can we recognize our shared human condition? Can we agree to be more tolerant of that which we don't understand until we understand it, and agree to be less tolerant of behaviors that push people apart? I'm not advocating everyone sit in a circle, hold hands, and sing kumbaya, but goodness gracious, can't we have a civil discourse? I'm climbing off my soapbox now. Thanks for listening, and have a great day. The my-moo.com podcast will be created on an irregular basis and address the state of the research, post interviews with knowledgeable people, and challenge the status quo to arrive at a more complete understanding of James Churchward and his theory of a lost Pacific Ocean continent. Please check back frequently at my-moo.com or join our mailing list to keep up to date on our progress and join the discussions. This production, copyright 2010 by Churchward & Company, all rights reserved.